And welcome back, guys. Dork and Beans, episode, I'm not sure, I haven't counted in a while. 30-something, I think, or early 40s, I don't know. I got some cool stuff that I want to talk about today. Gaming, movie, miscellaneous, the usual. So I finally got around to seeing Venom, which uh, I put off not intentionally. I think I just didn't have a chance to see it. Although, subconsciously, I always manage to see the movies I really want to see in theaters. So, I mean, I went into this with lowish expectations. Also, pretty much everyone I knew that saw it hated it. But then again, I sort of like a jaded type of nerd friend group who are going to, you know, hold it to a particular standard. Uh, anyway, let me start by saying I didn't love it. Don't, don't. Don't get all worried. <laughs> you know, I have a my friend Dave that we do the Boobies and Suits podcast, and this is going to come up there. I mean, I know he's just sitting there waiting with a crossbow armed for for my opinion, because if it's too positive, he'll he'll be coming. But the truth is, it was kind of funny. I think the, my big problem with it was actually the pacing. I think the first third of the movie was so boring so complicated and so uh, sort of like mired in details that don't don't even really matter and seem to not matter at all and then I don't know um, Venom looked pretty cool it wasn't it wasn't bad to look at the symbiote looked cool he looked big enough uh, I think uh, it's always hard because you look at things with you can't see the future right but you get the sense of, like, will this look shitty in five years? I think it probably will. I think the only saving grace is it's Sony, and Sony, especially with their Spider-Man movies, like, really puts the money and the work in to make it look good. But still, when it's so CGI heavy, I mean, I, I don't know how much human actor there even is in there. But this suit was cool enough. Uh... What I found fascinating, what I really liked, was the comedy. So I wasn't actually expecting any comedy. I had watched the original Lost trailer, and it wasn't even like a no-trailer-life thing. I just didn't fucking care enough to watch the uh, anything more recent than that. But I didn't really see a lot of jokes in it. So when he starts cracking wise with the suit, I thought that was great. And I thought if you're going to make him a hero in some way and not a villain and skip that whole, honestly integral part of him where he is a villain you may as well do it uniquely with a bang him not being a villain is something I get people hating on no doubt um, he's a villain from the comics I mean I'm not going to pretend to be a huge Venom reader or Spider-Man reader at all as I talked about last time when we did the Spider-Man episodes I mean I'm a novice Spider-Man enthusiast at best and uh I only really read him when he was part of the Avengers, and Venom even less so. A lot of, like, Agent Venom. And, but he's consistently been a villain. Um, I read a lot of, the, like, the when he was, like, a hulking, kind of slathering... Slathering? To, you know, tongue-out, kind of slathering? I'll get back to you on that. When he was kind of a beast, he was, like, the, the, the tarantula to Spider-Man's spider. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I think in China, what was so interesting was that they played it up to be a comedy, and they advertised it as such, and some of the posters were, like, really cute, chibi, you know, 
kawaii posters and the idea for it made close to a billion it was like a high 800,000 800 million 800,000 terrible 800 million box office somewhere about because overseas it just did so well and it was like they played it up as this buddy comedy between <laughs> man and suit and it was like a romantic comedy because he was in a love triangle with the suit and the girl and I loved it I thought that part was funny but the problem was the first I don't know like 20, 30 minutes is really boring and it takes them a long time to start venoming as they would say um, the villain sucked I mean like when your villain just smacks a villainy from like a mile away then what you doing you know Who's that entertaining for? And was that, is that Chris Evans' wife? Am I crazy? The, she's cool. She's, uh, I think it's the girl from like the Polka King. Polka King. Uh, but I feel like, I don't know if I'm misinformed, but I feel like that's Chris Evans' wife, which is really neat. Um, it's cool, and I guess they're both actors and stuff. I don't think I've seen them anything together. Maybe she was like a poor person on Snowpiercer. I don't know. Um, Venom was... A fun superhero movie if you just wanted to see a silly, dark, you know, fun movie. The problem is you go in with these expectations because Marvel and to a lesser extent DC have built these universes and it's sort of hard to just enjoy the movie as a standalone. Like, And I understand they must make it like a thousand times harder from a making it point of view because you have to make it here to like a bunch of really <laughs> specific objectives and narratives that it has to push and merchandising goals and this is just fun when it can just be whatever it wants this is spoiler zone um for whatever reason if you similarly haven't seen venom uh, i'm imagining you don't care and if you do maybe just skip ahead like 30 seconds a minute they show at the end who i haven't looked this up so i'm gonna be genuine this is what i told my wife we, we watched the movie together we rented it on psn which was like five bucks four dollars which is great, because then, like, I don't know. I could just stream it. I'm not I'm not illiterate in terms of ways to watch movies online, but sometimes you just want the simplicity of, like, not having, like, a fragile connection or stopping and buffering. The way I reasoned it was, like, $2 each to see it, because, like, I didn't like it enough to buy it, but I also did not nearly like it enough to have seen it in theaters, and you know what I mean? It's cool that there's a lot of ways to watch movies, but I digress. So we... We'd been watching it, and they uh, wrap up the story, and they show you Woody Harrelson in what's actually the funniest outfit I've ever seen him in. And this is, not that it was funny, but this was just weird because I had finished watching Solo again earlier in the day. And he's wearing, like, <laughs> looks like a Raggedy Ann costume. Like, he's got this big, stupid-looking, curly red afro, and he's, like, pale... And he's, like, upping his Harrelson voice to, like, a bit more of a redneck kind of cadence. And I, I'm i assuming it's Cletus Cassidy, who is Carnage, as far as I understand, in my spider knowledge. That's what I had assumed and said outright when I was asked when we watched it, but somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and I think they show a bunch of symbiotes. Again, I know there's, like, anti-venom and symbiote and reverse spider and reverse venom. Like... There's going to be a lot of those sticky super suits. I was a big fan of the effect for how they made the Venom symbiote like slither on the floor. I thought that was good. Um, so, I don't know. Watch it with very low expectation. Watch it as a standalone movie. Watch it for the lulls, as they say. But just 
you know, don't expect too much. And the problem is they don't really meet you in the middle because they don't have enough of the comedic stuff for it to be a comedy and they don't really have enough of the action stuff except like the big third act smackdown for it to be like a dedicated action. But I don't know. I did not hate it. Not nearly as much as I thought I was. <laughs> uh, nearly as much as I thought I would. I would give it like a 50-something kind of review, or like a 60-something. Like a, it will do the job of being a movie you want to watch. But is it of quality? Question mark. For you to decide. Uh, playing Red Dead Redemption right now. Give you a bit of a clue as to what's going on if you hear gunshot noises and stuff. I jump back in the fray of uh, the online mode, but honestly, connections in my building are terrible, and it really uh, is irritating to drop in and out of the, the lobbies, games, whatever it is, all the time. Also, I was like crazy surprised to find out that the online is not simply like you lobby up and play. It's like an entirely separate, almost similarly sized experience. Uh... Speaking of, oh my god, speaking of, I've decided to stick to single player, and after watching this really good movie on Netflix, I'm going to get into after the Buster Scruggs, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, I think, I was inspired to just sort of look at the humanity in the West, and I'm trying to get my character to rack up good karma and travel the West and be a benevolent force, passing through towns and Doing good deeds, wearing I find them and I please them and I seize them. My trusty horse, wild Alaska. That's that uh, white horse that I got. Um, I want to say Arabian or something. It's a big old horse. And it's shining so wide. Well, I like the game's openness because you really get to spend a lot of the time that they make you horseback riding enjoying the scenery. So, it's nice. Uh, the Netflix movie is a, a series of vignettes, uh, short little stories in the West, and some of them are funny, some of them are really dark, some of them are thought-provoking, uh, and I, I saved the game so I could start a new type of, uh, file, but I wanted to try genuinely not treating it like a video game, where I could just roll into town and shoot up a bunch of people and kill, like, a hundred officers, like, really just you know, feel as if there's a, a a toll on human lives and it's a real experience. That part's been fun, but what hasn't been fun is uh, somewhere along the way I, I gave up and I saved it and I uh, cashed in on my good karma for someone who just spends all the time hunting alligators. So what I've been doing nonstop is riding into the bayou and just using up all my ammo. Hunting alligators. And then, I don't know, I guess loading and doing it again. I have a sort of personal vendetta because I was playing the game late at night. And I was just tired and I was, I was drunk or high or something. I don't know. I was like all out of it. And I was, you know, in this immersive cowboy experience. Crossing this muddy river to get to a guy who's on a boat. And out of nowhere, my controller vibrates out of, you know, right off the table. And an alligator jumps out of the water and gets me. And it was, like, terrifying. The surprise of it was amazing. Um, but 
it killed me. And what I didn't realize in the encounter was that it actually um, bit my, the pistol out of my hand. And it landed in the muck of the swamp. And so I spent the next long time fighting to get it back because it's, you know, you can't see it. And to get there, the alligators are invisible. And eventually I lost the other pistol in the process. And, uh, you know, a kid must have killed 30 alligators and they kept respawning. And I'm using dynamite in the water and throwing knives and tomahawks. And at the end of the day, I just loaded it, rode away. But ever since... You know, the alligators can go fuck themselves. Sorry, Florida. I've seen them up close, actually. I've been to Florida quite a few times to, uh, like, different wetlands, marshes, bayous. Um, big, scary things, man. Crocodile, alligator, I don't really ever know. Um, yeah. Ballad of Buster Scruggs, though, is really worth watching. I put it on, and, and to be honest, the first story is by far my favorite. And that's... The, the titular ballad of Buster. Uh, it's hilarious, it's lighthearted, and then it gets extremely grim and, and, and real and dark and almost, I would say, light again. It, it's a very interesting, very unique Western story. Uh, some of them are, you know, I'm going to go into it more. I'm about halfway through right now. And what's been happening is... I think two, three, four, four of the stories are done. I'm a little over halfway, but I'll double back on that when I finished it. But even what I've seen so far, I 100% would give it a recommend. It's a Coen Brothers movie. It's fantastic. Um, one of the stories was James Franco, and it was hilarious, but also <laughs> it was very intense, and it was like a scary at parts. It was very cool. It really is like a sampling of different feeling genre films all within the Western uh, umbrella. So it's very cool. Uh, I've been playing a ton of Fortnite because they reintroduced the... What is it, 14 days, 12 days, something of Fortnite? They reintroduced that uh, achievement drive wherein you had X amount of days to do you know, things for prizes... So I got a couple of those, and I finally got a wrap. I got that disco wrap. So that's been huge <laughs> for me. Very transformative. Wrap up planes and shit. They get that reflective disco plating. Um, it's been great. So get out there. Try to get that done. You have to, like, tomorrow, I think, to do it. And everything they're giving out, save for a couple of them, are, like, really decent, you know, emojis, emotes, dances, sprays, whatever they're giving you, whatever you want. It's got to be like 12, 14 things they're actually giving out, too, I think. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Fallout... I've been playing a lot more Fallout, and I, I was talking to my friend Jeff about it briefly, and it's it's not that it's a bad game. It just feels like an extremely incomplete game. I think it's not even necessarily interacting with people online, because I don't know if everyone's dropped out or that never was the player base in the first place, but... There's very few people online when you play. The real problem is just every enemy, every encounter is is, is buggy. Um, the way you travel is often hindered by sinking into the terrain because of glitches and you know finding your stuff after you die and it's glitched into a building that you weren't even in and. Uh, 
I don't know. Also, fundamentally, the the idea of paying for fast travel bothers me because fast travel to me was always the assumed idea that I'm just walking there, I'm just blacking out and waking up when I get there, and my feet did the walking. So, whom I'm paying, I don't know, and why I'm paying, I don't know, and especially, you know, had that been a feature since the Fallout original on God knows what antique PC. Well, that's one thing, but fuck, now, man, come on, you can't introduce that how many games later? Um, yeah. Also, I'm having a boy, which is super cool. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of wanted a girl. I don't know why. I think because I'm, I have a brother. We were two boys growing up, and I know what's involved, and their pain, and all that shit, and also my dad's a dick, so I mean, the whole, like, you know, wanted to kind of circumvent any kind of future with that, but... No, a boy's amazing, and uh, I'll say that I'll say that bullshit that everybody always says. I don't really care as long as they're healthy, and it's true because uh, you start to get really worried about that. Um, but yeah, I think we're for anyone who does listen. I think I've uh, pretty sure I did the name thing before, but we're leaning towards Arthur. Um, it came up on both our lists, which is cool. Hoping no one's like, "Oh, you must love that Aquaman movie," <laughs> because I do. And it's nothing to do with that. And uh, I have several people that I that can attest to the fact that uh, we'd come to this decision far before we had seen the movie or put the movie into consideration. It's more of a King Arthur, Arturian, uh, Roman, you know, love of the the antiquity of the name, the realness, not the Aquamanness. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's exciting, though. It's, it's making me, like, hoard Aquaman merchandise and comics, though, so I have, like, that to show him. <laughs> um, also, completing DVD collections, or Blu-rays, I should say. Um, I wanted to make sure that I have, like, a substantial library for this, this child to enjoy. Because when I was a kid, it's so few, not, like, in a sad, poor people way, but just in, like, my mom and dad simultaneously... And separately in their divorce, had just no interest in in buying movies and stuff. They just did. They weren't movie people, so we had like ten per house. And so uh, you know, this kid, we must have hundreds now. I mean, I'm trying to work on like I've completed the Nolan trilogy for Batman, up to date on the DC universe, um, Marvel. I'm still missing a few, but I caught up a little bit. I'm trying to get like. Period movies, historical movies, movies about his people, her people, my people, all that stuff. Um, movies are important. I think there's so much that you can learn uh, and so much that was taught to me, not in the way that a movie teaches you something and you should take it as fact and it's reputable, because some movies will be, but that's not what I mean. I mean, movies are thought-provoking and they're they make you ask questions and if you enjoyed the content they make you research things and look into things and I think that's fantastic and I think uh, I'm probably going to wind up showing him movies way out of his age group but so be it (laughs) anyway guys I hope uh, the weather's treating you well I know depending where you are it's either been like extremely intense or extremely blah and pleasant so hope everyone's erring on the pleasant side and sit tight, I got another episode coming out probably within the week, and there's going to be obviously a Boobies and Suits coming out, I think on the Wednesday, we'll film it on the Wednesday, it usually puts that stuff out pretty fast. And yeah, thanks for listening, if you got any comments, ideas, let me know, and you can hit me up on Twitter, the information will be posted.
Have a good one, guys. Thanks again.